Hey there, everyone. I'm Sherry Dixon, and this is Strong Inside and Out, the show where we focus on all of the strategies and tips that will empower you to design your best life, living strong inside and out. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to Strong Inside and Out, the place where you get all of my tips and tricks on being a strong woman on the inside and out. As I've been going into 2024 and you heard me share all of the great things coming in this calendar year, I had an opportunity to work with a group of my colleagues last Friday evening to prepare for an upcoming workshop. I'm very excited about this workshop. We are, I think, sold out and we are focusing on things that really support and help women business owners show up as their best. We have somebody presenting on branding, somebody presenting on leadership, which is me, somebody presenting on just showing up as your best self. And then we also have somebody that's there to talk to you about business planning and getting your funding correct and all of those great things. It is being housed here locally in the Houston area. And I anticipate we're going to continue to do some of this work, whether it stays in person or if we branch out and become recorded and offer it for people. I'm not sure yet, but I'm super excited because I know my presentation is amazing. And I know the ladies I'm working with And the conversation we had Friday, I think it's something that if you can get your hands on, whether you're local or not, it would definitely be beneficial. I love presenting. I love teaching. I love being able to be part of conversations. And it was interesting because when I went to the locations for us to work, I was thinking about how I want to kind of level up this year. My word for the year is actually abundance. And I want just abundance in everything I do. And in order to do so, I still have learning to accomplish. I still have milestones to hit. And I still have connections to make in the world, right? But I've been hearing a lot lately about masterminding. Now, whether you are working on goals personally or professionally, I think there's a little something to this mastermind. I first heard about it a couple of years ago when I started listening to different podcasts and I thought, hmm, I kind of like that conversation, that word, right? Just the fact of bringing people together and basically brainstorming and picking each other's brain and um, discussing things and really having rich conversations about the work that you're doing. And we actually kind of started doing this in public education a few years prior. We called them PLCs, professional learning communities, but basically it's the same thing. When you come together and you're able to talk about the work and everybody has a voice and everybody has a responsibility to uphold and we're all there following the norms for the greater good of supporting each other and building your career, building your skills, building your confidence, 
That's basically what a professional learning community is. And in the business world, we call it a mastermind. Now, I've had a lot of training on PLCs in the past, especially in the work that I did as a principal and then guiding my teachers. I've been to conferences. I've held and led PLCs. I've taught on PLCs. Um, I've ran PLCs as a participant and then as a leader. And I just, I love the fact that the most important piece is the collaboration about the work that we're doing. Because I have truly learned that when you're one mind, you have one set of ideas, right? But when multiple minds come together, the possibilities are endless. You really can elevate, take yourself to that next level and provide yourself with the abundance that you are looking to secure. So having said that, we were talking about different things in the workshop and I brought up the fact that we should come together as a group and possibly start our own mastermind. Now, in my research, some people charge a lot of money to be at the table of certain masterminds, and some people charge minimal, and some people bring in guest speakers, and some people just have the opportunity to work with the people in the room that actually create this PLC or mastermind. And I wanted to hear from these ladies, since I'm working with them on some future work, if this would be something that we could possibly do together. So as I brought it up, one of my colleagues said, it's like working with eagles. And I just kind of looked at her and I thought, what, what are you talking about? And so I said, well, what do you mean? And she said, well, somebody said to me the other day, if you play with chickens, You'll never learn to fly like an eagle. And I thought, okay, I get that. And she said, and I want to fly. I want to be the best. I want to soar. I want to be an eagle. And I need to get into rooms with eagles, not with chickens, because chickens don't fly. And you know, the more I thought about that, and I was driving home after our working session, I thought, I need to talk about this. What a great analogy. Oh, I can't take credit for it because she shared it, that a friend had said it to her. So I don't even know where it originated from. But let's think about this for a moment. We hear people say all the time, your network is your net worth, right? And I've even said to women in my membership and people that I surround myself with, if you're going to hang around the negative Nancy's, sorry if your name is Nancy, but if you're going to hang around the negatives, you're going to become negative, right? You absorb, you attract, you adopt the energy in the room. And if you want to become more positive, hang around with more positive people. If you want to soar in your career, you hang around the people that are already doing what you're doing, wanting to do or that are also in the trenches out there trying to move up. You don't take, take time and hang around with the people that are failing, right? 
Now, this can be a little bit difficult sometimes if you really think about it. If you think about this is your circle, you might have to break free a little bit. Does that mean you have to totally get rid of the chickens? No. Maybe you limit your time with the chickens. Maybe you are with the chickens when you want to do the chicken type of things. But when you want to continue to build your skill, your mindset, your motivation, brainstorm new ideas on how to get to the next level, that's when you go with the eagles. I was listening to somebody's Facebook Live today, somebody that I value and trust, and she was talking about being inclusive and really supporting each other rather than tearing each other down. And I think that that's something that we all have to think about in 2024, especially women. Sometimes we can be very judgmental. I'm guilty of it at times. And because of sometimes the way we say things, it can come across more judgmental than what it really was intended to. However, perception is reality. And, you know, if someone perceives it to be judgy, then it's going to be judgy. And I often think about how it's not bad to have chickens in your life. It's not. I mean, I like chicken. I eat chicken. I don't really care to hang around chickens, but I know some people who do and they love their chickens, literally. And I know some people have strong connections when, with people from their past. Maybe they grew up with them or they started their first career with them. Or my case, I have people that I still communicate with and spend time with that were part of my world when I was a married person and my whole circle of influence was different than it is now. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with hanging with chickens. But I also know I want abundance. I want to go to the next level. I want to be known as a valued and trusted business owner, a leader, someone that can help you go from point A to point Z. And that might not happen with the chickens. They can't fly. They can't soar. They're perfectly happy right where they are and there's nothing wrong with that but if that's not where you want to stay it's time to soar it's time to go make friends with the eagles it's time to broaden your horizons it's time to step out of your comfort zone and bring in people to your network, to your circle of influence that can help you go to the next level. Now, I think about even my own really personal close circle, my family, and this could really resonate with a lot of people. I know that when I decided that I was going to go to college, I wasn't the first person in my family to go to college, but I was the first person in my family to graduate from college. And that made me a little different. Did it mean I didn't love my family any longer? No, not at all. I still love them. It just meant that I also was going to spend time down the street with the Eagles, with other teachers, 
with eventually other school administrators. Did it make me start to even be more different than my family? It did. But it didn't mean that I didn't still have connections with them. It was just different. Now, there are a lot of birds that fly, right? Crows. Crows fly. And let's think about a crow as compared to an eagle. What's so special about an eagle? When I think of an eagle, I think of a majestic figure. I think of a leader. I think of someone strong. I think of an animal that can take care of themselves for sure, right? But they're not out just hunting to be hunting. They are out to hunt for a specific purpose, to feed themselves or their family. But then what do we know about a crow? Now, I'm going to be honest. For me to have a conversation about birds is pretty remarkable because <laughs> I'm terrified of birds, actually. I really am. I had an incident when I was in high school that bird chased me out of a bush and it, it was traumatic and I'd probably be in dramatic, but it still stays with me. And so to me, birds are birds, right? But I also know I go out running in my neighborhood and I live on the northeast side of Houston and we have a lot of big pine trees and we have a lot of water and we have a lot of uh, wildlife because we're not necessarily the city, although my address is Houston, we're, at, we're in the county. It's, it's different here. And when you think about a crow, this is what I picture in my mind because of my experience. These crows perch up on these electrical wires, right? That line my runway where I run. So we have these waterways in and out of my neighborhood and main pathways, walking trails, running trails, etc. And every day I'm out running or walking my dog, I see all these big crows up on these wires and they're just making a whole lot of noise. I almost feel like they're taunting me or my dog or just like saying things like, and of course, my personal experiences, but saying things like, oh, you just keep going, girl. I'm going to get you. Don't you worry. When you're least expecting it, I'm going to get you. I also know that one day when I was out running, there was a dead animal on the sidewalk, on the side of the sidewalk by the neighborhood school. It was like a squirrel or uh, something. And I saw these crows down at this animal, just picking away and eating it and eating it and eating it. Like they didn't even move when I come running up. And two little kids were riding their bike along that walkway as well. And they didn't move for these little children. And when I did see a car kind of get up close and it kind of startled them maybe and they moved, they came right back to it as if they're just eating the carcass, the dead, right? Now, in my mind, 
the difference between that kind of eating and an eagle kind of eating, the eagle's going to go out and get their prey, right? Now, I'm not saying that an eagle probably wouldn't take something already dead. I don't know because I'm not an eagle and I don't know enough about them. But in my own Sherry Dixon mind, the eagle is too majestic for that. The eagle doesn't have time to go looking for carcass to eat. The eagle goes and gets what they need. Then they get back to their job, soaring around, being majestic, being big in the world where these crow wait for something to happen and then go feed on that. So I've brought a whole nother bird into this scenario here, I guess. But I think about all of these types of analogies that can go with this. And as we start to bring this to an end, I want you to really think about it as well. There's the chicken. They have their purpose, right? Now, to me, they smell, they're dirty. But again, I know there are some people who love them and I'm not judging. They don't fly. They don't soar. They stay in their, their little hens, uh, pens, whatever you call them. I don't even know. They lay eggs. We need eggs, right? They have a purpose. They get slaughtered. We eat the chicken. They have a purpose. They're not going out doing big, big things, but they're taking care of their responsibility. Then you've got these eagles that not only take care of their responsibility, but then they have this presence about them. They want to do these big things. They're, my gosh, they're used as symbols in the world, right? And then you've got your crow. They fly but they also feed on those carcasses. They make that noise just like, ha ha, don't you worry, I'm gonna get you kind of thing. In my mind, the chicken is someone that's gonna do their job, they're gonna do whatever they're being told, and they're just going to stay with the status quo. The crow is that negative, festering, energy vampire, to quote John Gordon, right? That just sucks the energy, that brings the negativity, that causes the environment to feel unsafe and unstable. And then you have your eagle who's out there doing the thing, thinking big, being big, taking care of business, but in a way that just levels them up above everyone else. So here's my question to you this week. We are in the second week of 2024. We've had a few challenging years. COVID, surviving COVID and recuperating, then the economy. And we know there are going to be challenges this year. There's an election coming and it's, we already know it's big. There's war across the world. We already know that's big. But we also know that this is our time to write that new chapter in our life. You get to write the chapter. You are the author. You are in control of what happens next for you. 
And what bird do you want to be associated with the most? The chicken? The crow? Or the eagle? And if you have chickens and crows and eagles in your life, how do you balance it? And how do you set boundaries so that you still can have those relationships if that's what you choose to do while being on a path of greatness? While building your best life. My work is to empower every one of my clients and customers, every one of my people in my circle, everyone that comes into business with me, into contact with me, anybody that hears me speak or reads my books. I want to empower you to know that you can build a life that you love. So I know for me, I'm not going to get rid of my chickens. I am going to avoid those crows, but I want to soar with the eagles. And in order for me to fulfill my word of this year, which is abundance, I'm going to do everything I can to make that happen. And I hope you do as well. All right, y'all, that's everything I have this week for Strong Inside and Out. Hopefully it gave you a little something to think about as you are on your path of doing big things, building a life that you love and being strong on the inside and out. I'll see you next week right back here. And in the meantime, go fly with those eagles. I dare you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Strong Inside and Out. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe and don't forget, leave us a great review. Of course, if you know someone who would love this podcast, let them know. And as always, follow me at www.findagirlinherdog.com. Until next time.